Wi-Fi. We are a supportive workshop podcast where we talk about making and playing video games. I'm Esteban Fajardo. With me is... I'm Catherine Fox. Or so, so I say, it doesn't sound like Catherine Fox. It definitely is. It's not an alien that took her body and is trying to imitate her voice. It's just, <laughs> just Catherine Fox with a respiratory infection. Oh my goodness. It's fine. Yeah, so Fox has a cold. But you were sounding fine until like two seconds ago. I know. I'm just, I'm drinking water and like that, that, okay, I'm already sounding a little <laughs> bit. It's like, it's like a bucket. Okay. I can drink some water and then the more I talk, it slowly pours out and gets worse and worse. So I'm just going to go for another drink now. Well, I hope you feel better soon. I do feel fine. It's just, it's literally just my voice being stupid and sounding like an old woman. What's going on today, Esteban? It's been like two weeks since we spoke. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a time, you know, and so much has happened, especially all all of our listeners. Everyone has, you know, been enjoying their their December so far. Halfway through December, definitely when we're recording this, uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff has happened. Um, like Smash Brothers came out. It definitely hasn't not come out yet when we're recording this. So we've all we're all played Smash. <laughs> it is, it and... is definitely December fourteenth as we speak. Yes, it's it is December fourteenth. We made it. We not. made it halfway through December. Wow. I'm so proud of us. And just oh wow, the whole gaming world is just—it's changed. It's different. Things are things are wild. It all started when everyone booted up that Smash Bros. and was surprised to find Jeff Keighley was one of the one of the new characters, right? Yeah, that that was definitely a shocker. We were all expecting the minions, but it was Jeff Keighley all along. Yeah, my prediction was completely off, completely wrong. Little little did I know that the Game Awards, which have also definitely happened. When, when we're recording this, would completely change the face of gaming just forever. Yeah. Um, highlights, highlights, of course, being the Dragon Ball win, winning best anime. Whoa, they have anime awards? No, no, it was a game award. But, you know, the, the goal of the game awards, the, the goal of Jeff Keighley's game awards are to integrate gaming into the popular culture, the high culture of everything else, you know, around. That's film, that's music, that's culture, and it's anime. And so, mm-hmm. of course. Of course. Of course, of course, they Dragon had to Ball. give it to Dragon Ball. I had to, you know? had to give it to Dragon Ball. Yeah, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. You know, Naruto can't hold a candle to 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 Dragon Ball Z. Have you ever, have, <laughs> Z? <laughs> I've never watched Dragon Ball. I haven't either. I've never watched Dragon Ball. I'm sure. I'm sure it would win in in this category that definitely happened at the Game Awards. You know what else the Game Awards did finally? They officially made official the video games cult that we all knew was coming, you know? Um, yeah, the Illuminati stepped out of the shadows. Yeah, they, they stepped out of the shadows. They they revealed their master plan to take over the world with video games. It it was beautiful, and it brought a tear to my eye. I'm so thankful we don't have to be secret about this anymore, about the <laughs> the, the massive gamer conspiracy that we have been orchestrating quietly at our annual gathering at the mm-hmm. at the game awards the truth is out there were some other surprises too like i really didn't expect the ps classic to win best console of 2018 like that yeah. that, that seemed strange <laughs> i thought i thought that, that something was something was up i smelled some some corruption was it is it because final fantasy 7 was on it that's right final fantasy 7 was on it and none of the other consoles that have ever been invented had final fantasy 7 on it the PlayStation 4 was like, you don't have Final Fantasy on it. X- Xbox One, you don't have Final Fantasy on this. 
Nintendo Switch, you gotta wait a few more months, but you don't have Final Fantasy on this, like. They don't have Final Fantasy 7 specifically. Which right, is right. why Game of the Year was Final Fantasy 7! Again! Did we watch a different stream? Cause I thought, I thought I went to Katamari Reroll, which was weird because that came out the day afterwards, but I guess they were doing that critics circle where like, they showed the Are game we, a little bit I earlier. I think we're watching different game awards. Well, did in your game awards, did, uh, Robert Mueller win best strategy game? What? I thought that was robbed. I thought I should have gone to Battletech. Did Battletech win, win best strategy game in, in your game awards? I've never even played Battletech. <laughs> Hang in there, Fox. <laughs> I have seen Into the Breach. It's very, it's a very good title. Wait, no, that's a video game. I have, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there, Fox. Don't give up. The good news is only one of us is sick. I'm not sick. Okay. Um, so what other, what other current events have been, been going on in your, uh, so in Smash your Brothers also came out, right? How's that? How's, 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 uh, how's, did Smash comes out or it came out December 8th? Uh, midnight on the 6th. Is it on your calendar? Yes. Midnight of the six, but Eastern time. You remember when we went to the um, yes, launch party? Yes, I try party? not to, Esteban. You remember when we went to that launch? We went to the midnight release of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, and we all dressed up in costume. But we went uh, at midnight Los Angeles time, but the release party was midnight Eastern time, and so we showed up three hours late, and they were like, "Please go home." <laughs> you know, the Phantom <laughs> Pain is a perfect title. Because it leaves me with so many phantom pains on so many levels, you know. The midnight release was a disaster, and it was I had embarrassing. A lot of fun. <laughs> it was embarrassing, but I had a lot of fun. The game itself has some pretty rough times in it. It was it was spoiled for me at the very end, and I was really angry about it. I was so angry about it, but I, I think we got off track. So you've been sick. Did uh, did you make any video games? I have been sick for the last week. And I'm definitely 100% better now. And I, I actually had to take off work because I was coughing all over the place and I didn't want to get other people sick. Um, so I had a lot of time to myself. And you know what? Um, I did absolutely nothing with it because all I really wanted to do was just sit and just do nothing because I was tired the whole time. And honestly, my computer like, workstation is cold and uncomfortable. Mm. So I should probably fix that. But... um. I did do a little bit. I, I didn't do nothing. I um I watched a lot of Netflix. Um I'm way caught up on the great British baking show. I did actually work on Pretty Lunch a little bit. I was able to get some buttons working, which took the, took a little bit longer than I thought it would, but there are now interface buttons to select the specific food item that you want for your main dish. So I've gotten that working. I wanted to get like a really simple save system working, uh, but again, I did. I was sick and I didn't really have the energy to pursue that, so I did not. But somehow YouTube knew, and two videos cropped up in my subscriptions exactly about that topic. So how did they know? I have they they know. How being did they watched. know? I don't Dude, know. Does YouTube listen to the podcast? YouTube, if you're listening to me, if you can hear this. Please stop giving me the bad recommendations. <laughs> Give me the good ones instead. Please. Please. I just, I don't, I don't want to hear about how Majora's Mask 3D remake was a mistake? Question mark, question mark. 
I just, I don't care. All of the thumbnails are so gross. Why would they Photoshop that <laughs> ugly face onto the moon? Why would they do that? So I made a couple of games since we last spoke. So actually, you did, you did a lot while I was while I was bedridden. You you were out and about making progress on a lot of different things. Yeah, I got some work done on the investigation game, but I also spent the weekend participating in uh, Ludum Dare or Ludum Dare. Someone Ludum please... Dare sounds right to me. I because I don't think Dare is a Latin word. Well, I've, I've heard Ludum Dare before. You have? I, well, it I'm makes sense. Sure. It's like it's a dare. You're daring each other to make a game in 48 hours. Like, For that our makes purposes, sense, right? let's just say Ludum Dare, and if it's wrong, then okay. Then it's wrong. So you participated in Ludum Dare. Tell us about it. What is it? What What's Ludum Dare? It's, it's a game jam that happens every four months. A prompt is determined through voting. In the, in the days leading up to it, everyone can vote on what their preferred um, uh, subject for the, the jam is going to be. And then, yeah, you can work alone or in a group to make something to fulfill a game for that theme. But unlike other jams, Ludum Dare has a built-in voting system. Once you submit a game and upload it, then you can play other people's games and leave feedback and like reviews and uh, ways that it could like improve. Or if you really like it, you can you can uh, promote it. And the more you do that for other games, the more um, exposure your game gets. Um, so it can be a good way if you have a good game. Like that helps it really like bubble up and get lots of attention. I think, as I understand it, I've never done one of these jams before. We weren't totally satisfied with what we built in the end. What was the prompt, and what was your response to that prompt? The prompt was sacrifice. Whoa! I don't remember if it was more so, like if there was actually like a whole sentence there. If it was just the word sacrifice, it might have just been the word. And uh, what we did was, um, the gameplay was you're on a uh, spaceship, a pirate spaceship, fleeing from uh, the Navy. Cool. And you're trying to reach your destination before they catch up with you. And you have a bunch of gold on your ship and only a limited amount of fuel. And you have to run around in this top-down 3D view of the ship, moving the fuel around, setting things up, and then uh, throwing things overboard so that you weigh less because the weight of the ship will affect the tilt. It, it's in space, but there's still gravity. Don't worry about it. We didn't think this all the way through. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, so, people say that there's sound in space and a lot of sci-fi stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. We were playing very fast and loose. Oxygen wasn't really a thing either, uh, because you could take a hammer and destroy like the floor tiles of the ship, so then you could throw stuff through the floor. But yeah, if... Uh, if the ship became like unbalanced because there'd be more fuel or more money on one side than the other, um, then uh, that would affect the speed that the ship was going at. And so you'd be wasting fuel by not using it very efficiently, by not flying straight. And so, yeah, we were, we were rushing to get it all done, of course, before before the, the time limit ran out. I felt just really unhelpful for like Friday night and Saturday. I felt really bad. Why? What were you doing? Because my coding just wasn't up to wasn't up to wasn't up to par. We're using a bunch of like interfaces, which I know how to use in theory, but I have not in practice used while using Unity. And so I was. So you just don't have a lot of experience with uh, with what you were using. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, well, that's kind of the point of a jam is to yeah to learn. I learned a bunch of stuff. I learned so much. Jams can sometimes be difficult to learn new things in, but after the fact, you learn a bunch of stuff. But. Um, I was yeah I was stressed out at the beginning because I wasn't playing to my to my strengths in terms of design and I had 
prepared for this jam by studying a bunch of Unreal because I thought we were going to be using Unreal. <laughs> I spent the day before like refreshing myself on behavior trees because um, uh, my last job I did a bunch of uh, like AI design um, and stuff and I was like okay I could be useful if I if I'm using these behavior trees and they're like we're gonna use Unity and I was like you know what that makes a lot more sense and I've got a lot of <laughs> Unity experience so I'll be fine. Well, you've been using Unity for 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 years. Yeah. So yeah. you're still really familiar with it. Still familiar with it, and um, when Sunday rolled around on the last day, that's when uh, a lot of the core systems were in place, and I was able to just sort of like run. Like when Saturday night rolled around, it was like midnight, and I hit my stride doing UI design, uh, level design, and stuff, and was just able to like, all right, um, we've got all the pieces. How can we compose these to make it fun and make it fit together? And I was like, there, I was able to be like proud of myself and productive. Like I did a cool UI thing where. We had a lot of information that we needed to communicate at one time, like your ship has mass and your uh, thrusters, they have thrust and output, like what's the comparison between those two? The ship can also be off balance. How can we combine these three pieces of information that output towards like speed? Like it's a lot of complicated like conversions and stuff that, that are happening and that information needs to be simplified down so a player can just like immediately see what's going on and know what they need to be doing to like fix it. And I was like, all right, I figured out a UI gizmo that can uh, scale relative to how much you're weighing versus how much thrust is coming out. And then that gizmo itself can be slanted and tilted in, a cor- in, in like proportion to how the ship is, is tilting and stuff, which I thought was like, that was an elegant, elegant solution to figure out that UI thing. So I felt happy and proud to, to figure that out. But in the end, the balance of the game just didn't, didn't quite come together uh, as well as I would have wanted it to. So well, not every a, not every jam game can be a super hot or a surgeon simulator. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, definitely, um, definitely. I mean, quality isn't really what you're going for in a in a jam, is it? No, it was the it was the experience, and I got to make games with people I've wanted to make games with for for a while. So I was really really happy to to have fun doing what I love doing, which is making games. And uh, yeah. That sounds great. So it was a good time. It was a good time. But I do not recommend crunching and pushing yourself when you're doing a jam because I was knocked out for that following Monday. I was like completely, completely destroyed. Could not move. I also worked on the investigation game. So go over real quick um, the progress you made on the investigation game. Yeah. So investigation game, if you're just joining us, is a single player digital adaptation of like Werewolf or Mafia where one character an NPC is in the role of a murderer and you have to figure out who they are by um, asking questions of all the other NPCs and figuring out who's lying in response to those questions. But yeah, so a big part of the game is keeping track of what people are saying so that you can point out like inconsistencies between what two characters uh, might be saying. If someone says they were doing this, but someone else says, no, they were over there doing something else, uh, that's really, really important. That's like the core of the gameplay is then figuring out who's telling the truth, who's consistently lying and stuff. And so I built a journal that um, will record the answers uh, as you're talking to people, which I thought was going to be simpler than it was. And I ended up rewriting the entire game, <laughs> like the entire, like I, I had to redo a lot of oh, the logic no. of how the underlying systems were working. And it's all very technical and doesn't show, like the amount of work that I did does not show up on the screen. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's all behind the scenes. But it was important and it was progress. Yes. A lot of progress. Yes. And I also have uh, in the journal now, you can write in a input, like a text input field, and it will save those notes as you flip between the different days. 
And so if you write a note on day one, like you can still flip back to it when you're on day 10 and say like, what was I thinking like back then? What were my observations on the... The thing that I noticed that I really appreciated was the um, log of what each character told me on each day. Like that was really helpful. Like I was actually, I was using a, uh, a post-it note to write all that down um, before I noticed like, oh wait, the journal works and also has that stuff in there already. <laughs> Yeah, so, now you don't need to. Now you don't need yeah, to write it's, on it's, actual it's paper. it's perfect. It's great. I love it. Um, I mean, the journal does have some like formatting issues. Like I can't press enter and start a new line. Like that's that's just yeah. polished stuff. So that's that's also partly why I wanted to use a, a notepad because I couldn't like write a whole bunch before it went off the line mm. and disappeared and whatever. But um, all that was there already, so I didn't I didn't need to do that at all. There, I mean, it was still a little buggy. There was an issue where like people stopped dying. And you were saying that there was a bug where if if the killer is alone on any particular night, they won't kill anyone. And that helped me solve the mystery, but then the accuse button didn't work. Yeah, so, I broke that. <laughs> yeah, so um so the killer in my playthrough the killer uh lives on to kill another another day, I suppose. <laughs> until all everyone's dead, which is uh, very upsetting. But Yep, I um, finished that feature I wanted to finish and just bulldozed over a bunch of other things that used to be working. <laughs> but you have them bugged, so you know you need to fix them. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I figured out what I what I wanted to look like. Oh, really. okay. I was really struggling to figure out how to combine the original visual idea I had for the game uh, that would make it look very literary and like a book with the gameplay necessities and like function like uh, user experience functionality that having a more game like interface would afford and so i figured out i think how to how to put those two together and i'm excited to to show it to you next time yeah oh my gosh i'm excited to see it um i did come across i think i did come across another bug so for example i was talking to yana who said uh vanessa was painting uh but in the journal when it recorded that i recorded it as vanessa was working Mm. so Mm. that was a little confusing yeah, that's definitely a bug. <laughs> yeah, and also when they're talking about people, they're only talking about the people that they saw in the in the location where they were at, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a little unclear for me. I kind of figured that, but it seemed like everybody was in one location sometimes because there'd be like everybody would just be talking about the marketplace. It's like, why is everybody in the marketplace at night? Like, what's going on? Why is everybody painting in the park? Like, is, is there some kind of class going on? It was, it was kind of cool though. Like that, that did spin some, like some little narratives in my head. Like, Oh, a lot of people are painting in the park. I'm also a little unclear. Like when do, when do the murders happen? Like, it seems like everybody's doing things at night when they're supposed to be sleeping. And then at daytime, they're just standing around being accused by me. Yeah, maybe yeah, I should change it to, like, morning and afternoon. Well, I mean, it mm-hmm. says, like, eve- or does it say night or does it say evening? It just says day and night. Day and night. Yeah, I need to I need to clarify, like, a lot of uh, elements like that so that it actually has a clear thing. But, yeah, there were some really cool narratives being spun there just, you know, in my own head. That's that good. I, that, that, that I was just making up just based on those little, little context clues. I'm very happy to hear that. Um, so thank you so much, as always, for playing giving me some feedback yeah so this build came in so under the wire like i rushed to like got a haircut rushed home through the rain stopped at a at a food stand so i could run and grab a burrito for running over and pump out that build and you played it just like a minute before we started recording but (laughs) so this food stand that i went to 
because mm-hmm. it's like downpouring in Los Angeles right now uh, when we're recording. Twice in two months? That's that's unheard of. Yeah, no, it's been raining like crazy, and I needed to run home so we could record this thing. But I just I saw the street vendors selling selling a burrito right outside where I live, and I was like, in this weather, you gotta buy some street vendor burritos. Like it was too Blade Runner to like pass it up. Like <laughs> I went out of my way to just be like, no, 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 no. I gotta I gotta like I gotta like walk over there. And pick up this burrito. I gotta delay this. I thing thought cause... people in the Blade Runner universe were legally obligated to only eat Asian food. That might be true, and I had Mexican food, but that's right. Chicano Blade Runner. Shit, I want I want that so badly. Oh, <laughs> write that, that sounds down. Awesome. <laughs> Do it. Oh wait, there you go. There's your aesthetic. Yeah, that's the aesthetic. That's what the setting that's, is gonna be. Now. That's the new setting. It's gonna be Chicano Blade Runner. Yeah. The thing about a street burrito that's different from like a normal burrito is like if you buy a street burrito, it's like 90% meat. It's like a giant pile of meat and then just like a little bit of other stuff. Yeah, it's because they don't have to, they want to get rid of all the meat, right? Like their goal is to get rid of it all. They don't have to be like conscientious about like the portions. It's not processed in a factory somewhere, presumably. Uh, No, presumably. (laughs) I mean, I don't actually, you don't know where they're getting their meat. No, but you can see it on like the spittle and like the. We'll carve it oh up. yeah that's good stuff good. even though it was raining it was just like you probably shouldn't buy street food when it's raining no you have to buy street food when it's raining so you had a great idea for what we should be doing for our next meetup yes i have a challenge for us both so this so this is going to very likely be the last episode of the year which is fine because we've all got things to do this december I don't even know if people are going to have time to listen to podcasts in December. Like, good luck getting your parents to listen to any podcast. Everyone's going to be listening to them on the plane as they're traveling. That's very true. Good, good point. So if you're listening to this on a plane, oh, thank you so much for thinking of us and putting yeah, us Yeah, <laughs> I hope you're having a good flight. Yeah. You know, I, I hope you have enough elbow room and I hope you're staying hydrated. <laughs> it, we're halfway through December now. We're well into the holiday season, you know, sparkle hands, jazz hands, whatever you they want They can't to see them. that, Fox, but I'm enjoying Look, it. Look, that's why I'm describing it, like, you know, like the imagination hands, but with, like, jazz fingers. <laughs> like, you know how Drowsy does that thing? <laughs> Drowsy the Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, in the 3D Pokemon games, I, I, I always <laughs> notice this. Drowsy, his animation, and he's, like, he's, like, rowing his arms, but he's also, like, wiggling his fingers and he's like doing magic hands while he's like doing like this weird like rowing motion like dude, he's trying to cast a spell on you dude, do you think drowsy's gonna be in the pikachu detective movie oh my gosh i hope so how freaky would drowsy look because he's got like an elephant tusk or like a uh, trunk right yeah but he's got like human hands they freaky. got Mr. Mime in there. Anything is possible. It's true. Mr. Mime is the hardest Pokemon that they possibly could have tackled to render. And, and they, they did it. They, they went for it. They nailed it. Also, another side note about Drowsy, especially in this in the Pokemon Let's Go, his 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 jazz fingers, his his his, uh, his magic fingers sync up perfectly with like the battle music. So it's like <laughs> he's like so he's orchestrating the battle. music. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. But um, I think about Drowsy's animation a lot, I guess. So anyway. You, the winter holidays, sparkles, drowsy jazz hands. Yeah. If we can stay on topic for five seconds. Um, so that's the winter holidays. I want to do, do a game jam. I want to do a holiday game jam. I love it. So I, I, I would like to create a nice, like, warm holiday thing 
for you and for our listeners and for the world just to just to show oh. our our appreciation for life itself i guess wow that's what the holidays are all about you're right new year coming around we got to tell everybody we're thinking about them got to show some cheer some spirit i just i need to distill that holiday warmth into a thing that i can put on the internet and people can play and enjoy so a couple of years ago I decided uh, I was going to make a make a small Christmas game for my parents. Christmas game for your yeah. parents. Yeah, their Christmas gift. Um, I was going to make them a little game. We had just moved out of uh, the house that I think we'd lived in the longest since I've been born. Maybe I might be wrong about that, but definitely in my in my the one with the ghost. Yeah, the ghost house. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah we, I remember. We lived in this house. For a very long time, we loved it. But um, my brother and I had gone off to college, and my parents were were gonna were gonna downsize and move into an apartment in the city. Um, but yeah, we were very sad to to be leaving leaving this home. And so uh, what I did was for Christmas, I remade the house in Unity as, to the best of my ability and as quickly as I could. And I'd spent I spent Christmas Eve. Um, in the bathroom, like coding this game, like Aww. secretly. I could, Savannah, that's so cute. <laughs> I could hear, I could hear, you know, Santa going around putting Christmas presents under the <laughs> under the tree. He knocked on the door, like, "Are you done with that Are present? You done yet? With it? <laughs> Can I pull well, that no, under the tree yet?" They didn't know that. I was, no, like, Santa. No, <laughs> Santa's not ready yet. Come yeah. back in three hours. <laughs> For reals, though, that's what it was like. I was just sitting, <laughs> just sitting on the toilet, just coding coding this game. Um, cause yeah, I wanted to make a little, a little, uh, present for my parents. Cause, um, when I was very young, my dad, like really, really young, like before my brother could walk, my dad had made a, a game, uh, for my brother and I, where you play as me and chase around, uh, my younger brother who's crawling around a very rudimentary 2D recreation of the house that, um, we'd been growing up in, uh, way back when. Um, and it was like a little snow globe. Uh, of that of that time capsule like a little time capsule snow globe of that of that moment so i was like i i want to do that too because you know our we're going to move into the next phase uh, of life where the house is going to be different stuff so i was like how can i capture some of the experience of like living in that place and so the gameplay was um you had to you had a to-do list things you had to had to collect to get ready for a house party um because my parents love throwing uh parties and dance parties partic- in, in particular Dance parties, that sounds great. Oh, yeah. Dance parties <laughs> rule. And so, yeah, it was a very short little Unity game where you just run around a uh, recreation of our house trying to grab the, the objects on this to-do list to, to set it up. Um, very, very happy, very proud to to made that very quickly for uh, a little Christmas gift. So I believe very fully in the power of making tiny little <laughs> little little games uh, for the holidays. Like I, I especially want to make something... I want to make something for for all you guys over in LA because I just I feel I mean I've been gone for a long time and it's like it's finally settling in for me like just how permanent this move is and I'm um, super sad about it so I wanted to make something for you guys for the holidays to play yeah you gotta you gotta share your life with us and we gotta share our, our life with you in the way that you know those holiday cards are pictures and snapshots of where people are at even if it's abstract in in some way like we gotta we gotta just yeah. capture and send I that just, send i just share. i, I want to capture just a little bit of my love for you guys and Aww. and put it up because we're so far apart now 
and I don't know what to do about it. Well, I guess we have to do the only thing we know how to do, which is make video games. And memes on the internet. And memes. Shit posts. <laughs> well, I think we can combine the two in this case. So, all right. So, yeah, we'll make a little interactive card for everybody. Um, yeah. So, we challenge. need to give ourselves some constraints, though, because this is still a little broad, I mm -hmm. think. I think it should be a single scene. Like, if you're making something Unity, like, it's... Single scene, um, card-ish. It has to have a frame. Single scene has to have a frame. Let's elaborate on that and just say it's like it's a single setting. Only one Unity scene. Mm -hmm. No more than one. So a single scene, single setting, uh, has to have a frame. And the deadline is, I want to say December 30th. So that's going to give them... Two weeks when this comes out. 15 days? Yeah, that's we plenty of time. I believe in y'all. Y'all can do this. It's a game jam. And it's extra hard because it's the holiday season and everybody's busy. I'm I'm going to at least expect you to do it, Esteban. I'm going to do it. You will catch me catch me coding in the bathroom. 3 a.m. Christmas Eve. <laughs> that's where I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So this winter active card, game jam, single scene, has to have a frame of some kind. And it's due on December 30th. That's still very broad, but I think our conversation, talking about, like, it's the holiday season, warm feelings, love and stuff. Distill, distill all your goodwill into this one project. I love this idea. Thank you so much for coming. And it's it. going to be so good. I'm so excited. And on the topic of, of New Year, um, should we go over New Year's resolutions? Yes. My New Year's resolution for 2018 is to get good. 2019. 2019. Shit. <laughs> oh, you want to start this year over? I see. I would love to start this year over. <laughs> I mean, do you really want to? I really want to. What are, what are your resolutions, Fox? Well, first of all, I don't really want to call them New Year's resolutions because that's, that's a pretty throwaway term. I feel like if you coin anything a resolution, it's already like you're already giving up on it. You know? Oh. Because there's, there's just such a stigma around it, like, oh, my New Year's resolution is to, like, you never finish, you never, you never fulfill your New Year's You never follow New through? Resolution. I guess I can't so say I, I, I guess rather than that, I just, I just, there's just changes that I've already started kind of exploring recently that I want to make more regular next year. Hmm. And those are just being more proactive when it comes to doing stuff about the environment and global warming. That's right, mom and dad. I care about the environment. I don't have the air horn app with me on it right now. Give me one me, second. Me, 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 me. I care about the environment, and I'm sick of like keeping that a secret because my family always dismissed like environmental concerns, but like I actually do care about it, and I've cared about it ever since I learned about it in grade school. So I'm gonna start doing stuff about it and making more educated like lifestyle choices to support that, and that includes. Eating less uh, beef, probably really not much at all next year. It's a small start. Just just being more proactive in my in my government, I suppose, is more broadly. Yeah, those are that's that's a great set of resolutions. Just, just being a more responsible citizen in general. Yeah, that's way better than what my resolution was going to be, which was like I was going to like buy like a hair dryer or something. I'm just or like <laughs> a clothing too. iron. Like I want to press my clothes. Like I've been living like a wrinkly gremlin. <laughs> but you know what? I'm inspired. It is much better to take care of the environment than to try not to live like a wrinkly gremlin. But you know what? I'm going to do both. That's what I'm going to do. Step it up. I'm going to steal your resolution. 
I love this blue earth that we live on, and I want to make sure that it persists long beyond me. I also want to buy a better chair. Oh, that's a great idea. Like, this this chair I'm sitting on costs like $30 at Walmart. It's the worst. I mean, it's actually not that bad, but it's it's really not comfortable. My My bedroom is cold all the time. Why do we live like this, Fox? My desk is one of those plastic folding desks you buy for like... No, you're kidding. No, do you want to see? I can move. I feel extra bad about this because, dear listeners, the desk I am using I bought off of Fox when she moved. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't going to take it with me. No, but I feel bad. (laughs) But you know what? I also want to stop making excuses for not working, not doing stuff. Like, so what if my office is uncomfortable? That's just an excuse to not get stuff done. Fox, so, but you were... It's you not were, about the tools. Fox, you had a deathly cold. <laughs> I, I wasn't, it wasn't a deathly cold. It was just a cold. Fox, you can barely speak right now. I can speak. It's just fine. <laughs> also, I want to play Undertale. That's, that's <laughs> a, oh, I might do that before the year end, actually. I might get a mouse pad before the new year. I think so we're I... just getting into shopping lists now. <laughs> <laughs> Our New Year's resolution is actually just like, hey, get this, get, get us this for Christmas. Just give me money, I guess. <laughs> My New but Year's like, resolution no, is just to like get I money. I don't want to you know? live like that. I don't want to just want money. A lot of soul searching going on today. <laughs> That's just what happens when you're knocking on death's door, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there, Fox. I think I think we made it to the end of the episode. It was so good catching up again, Fox. Glad to hear that you're alive and well and not knocking on death's door. Um, and everybody listening, we will talk to you guys again super soon. Hope everyone has some good good holidays. Enjoys the weather. Feliz Navidad. I have some 8-bit Christmas I have some 8-bit Christmas music. We can end with that. Yeah, 8-bit Christmas music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I found... I found a lo-fi hip-hop Christmas thing. It's a thing on YouTube. Like, you know, the, the lo-fi... A Wi-Fi lo- hip-hop No, the, lo- the lo-fi the lo-fi hip-hop beats to study and relax to. You can also find Christmas versions of that. They're there. Listen to them and enjoy them and be merry and, 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 and cozy. And I, 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 lo- I, love every- I love you. And good night. Goodbye, everybody. Okay. <laughs> good night. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs> <laughs>